1: Hello everyone, welcome to Red Men News. It's Monday the 13th of January. Some, Probably been like that before we started. <laughs> anyway, I'm Ross Chan. This is Jack Gill. Matt is on the ones and twos. We are brought to you in association with Redmen TV. As you can see on your screens right now, loads of content going on the tv.com Uh loads of post-match stuff for the Spurs. games, and Instant Match reaction out there. The final word will be out very soon. And then we've got loads of build-up regular content around the League podcast. will be out. Chris is doing the Stats and Tactics, which is a favourite on the RedBramandTV.com. Loads of in-depth stuff. So if you like your analysis stuff, we've got you covered with that. It is all available in podcast form as well. So you can download it and listen to it on the go. But you are, of course, here for some news. And we're going to start with Jack. Nat Phillips has gone back out on loads to stock <laughs> So basically, he got him back. He beat Everton. Knocked them out of the cup. And he's gone again.
2: Brilliant, isn't it? I mean... I did have some thought that this would be the case um, when it first happened. If, if you read the, the article that Liverpool first released when, when he rejoined us, did say that he was likely to go back to Stuttgart on loan. Um, but it's just brilliant, isn't it? Came one game, one win for him. was on the bench at the weekend as well, of course. So he, he has been that utility player that, that we sort of needed at that, that time. We had two foot centre-backs, Joe Gomez and Van Dijk, obviously, both of them played a lot of football and, and Gomez has a few injury concerns every now and again, doesn't he? So It was nice to bring him back and have that an experienced player in there, rather than throwing Vandenberg in there
1: or, yeah. or whoever. It, it's a good foresight by the club, isn't it, to go, actually, you know, we are, we are sure to the back. we're getting back and even for Stuttgart yeah. to go, actually, yeah, you can have him back for a couple of weeks. I think they're, I think they're still on an international break, possibly, I might, I might be wrong on, on that. Um, but from a youth perspective, obviously, you and, you and James, a couple of you stuff um, on, on your YouTube channel. Was there ever a moment where you thought he might come back and it might be good progression for him to stay around the Liverpool camp with some of those youngsters of Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott, Nat Phillips looked pretty solid against Everton to me, where I kind of thought he would benefit from hanging around the squad?
2: I I think it would have been good from Liverpool to bring him back to help with the progression of Seth Vandenberg. I think obviously... We paid, we paid money for him in, in the summer. He was meant to be quite a big signing for us for the future. 3.5 million, I think it is. it was for, for him. Uh, and, and he's not lived up to that as yet. And I know it takes young players' time to settle in. But it has been a bit of a concern for me. And I think with, with Nat Stewart in there, 22, he's, he's been in the, the under-23s for a while. I think it would have been helpful for a player like Sepp Vandenberg to have him alongside him for, for, for the latter end of the season. Cool.
1: Uh, let us know your thoughts on any of the subjects that we cover, uh, that one and thereafter. you know, Nat Phillips, would you have kept him round the Liverpool camp? Would you have let him back on load? He seems to have been playing really well. It just we were in Bundesliga too. So maybe you know, he's, he's happy there, he's settled, getting back next season then... Know, keep him from that on. Uh, moving on, Fabinho issues fitness updates. Fabinho has revealed he's feeling good as he continues to take encouraging strides with his rehabilitation from an ankle ligament injury. Speaking to Telefoot, Fabinho said, my ankle is getting better. I trained by myself this week. I was working with the ball again. I feel good and confident. This is brilliant news because, you know, we're coming up against Manchester United this weekend, as we, as we all know. But just going to the last... Three, four months of the season, everything's going pretty well at the moment. We're breaking records, left, right and centre. Just to be able to go for Binho, who was one of our best players for the first part of the period of the season...
2: He's coming back It's just great news isn't it it's, it's mad isn't it i mean fabinho is such an outstanding player that obviously walks straight back into the team um but with with how everything's going at the minute some people might feel that it would be difficult for fabinho and if it wasn't a player of his cal- caliber then i'd completely agree but he's going to slot straight back in isn't he and it's just brilliant at the minute because we know that at the time, when Fabinho got injured, everyone thought, well, this might cause problems for us, but we've been absolutely fine without him. And no no one's been
1: crying out for him. I, think. We're, no? we're, I remember that mindset, thinking, thinking Christ, mm-hmm. like a big busy list, we're going to miss him. But not only is it, is it Fabinho coming back and filling that DM spot, it also helps Jordan Henderson to go back further exactly. forward, and you're not, you're not stressing, you know, Jeannie Henderson, Kate has been injured quite a lot, Chamberlain's obviously coming back in as well. But again, I mean, in terms of rotation and stuff, you can you can put Jordan Henderson in DM if Fabinho needs a rest. And equally, Henderson can go further forward.
2: Well, Klopp loves that balanced midfield as well, doesn't he? And, and that's what's been working for us over the last two seasons. So I think we've done well without Fabinho, but I'm I'm glad that we've got him back, and now we can push on and make sure we win this title.
1: Mm. Uh, Fabinho has also been talking about Kylian Mbappe. If you'll all be pleased to know. Um, Bappé's a beacon or not. Fabinho wants former Monaco teammate Kylian Mbappé to join him at Liverpool. He uh, was quoted as saying I would welcome him he would he will have a ball d'Or before Neymar a uh, little from the field. Fabinho wants PSG superstar Kylian Mbappé to join him at Anfield. Both players were together at Monaco which you just said and Fabinho is now seeking a reunion with Mbappé again. He told Telefoot, I would welcome him at Liverpool and that is the only quote. <laughs> so therefore that make of that what you will. Um, he did go on to say that you know he, he rates him as a player, he thinks he'll get a ballon ball before before Neymar. It's just a passing comment to me, this isn't it, which obviously gets blown out of proportion by the media and stuff like that, but also it, it does also help in our favour in a sense if he's got people that he used to play with that rate him highly. I still think there's a small chance it could happen. It's like, <laughs> I, I remember me being stupid or optimistic or whatever, but I I love Mbappe in the way that he plays. I think there's certain... Plays of mentality and Tom talks about his ego, reasons why he doesn't want him. But I think there's, I think this is a separate case for me where, where someone is so good, so young, has got so much talent, I think you can go and afford to go and spend the big bucks on him.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. I think Mbappe is a generational talent, um, like Trent. And I think that to have him in the side would just step us up even more. And, you know, we're breaking record after record at the minute, but with a player like Kylian Mbappe, we're smashing even more. Um, I'd, like you say, it, it would be very difficult to pull it off. Um, he'll be on a very high wage, it would probably...
1: That's the stumbling block, isn't it? Mm. And We're going to record the Iran League uh, show later on. Um, the thing that got revealed was Manchester United's wage structure, and you know, just part of the reason that they're in a the mess. That's the only reason why I wouldn't want him. If he's demanding a high wage, Liverpool are very good at this, of saying, if your demands are high, you haven't got the mentality that we want, we're not interested in you. That's the big stumbling block, mm-hmm. isn't it? You know, don't go and break you, your wage you structure to piss off 10 to 15 other people.
2: I I agree with that, but I think the whole idea of the Nike thing, and I, I'm not completely sure of this, but I think the whole idea with the, the, the Nike signing was that they want us to sign players of Mbappe's calibre and that sort of star yeah. players. Therefore, would they would they be paying part of the, the wage? I'm not sure. And I think if that was the case, then we'd be able to. And... and
1: it, so, you can subsidise it through Nike? Yeah,
2: of course. And I, th- I think I think Klopp is obviously a massive fan of Mbappe. He said it several times before. So, I think he'd love that too. But it's just whether, as I say, I think we'd need Nike's help with that yeah, to make it.
1: I think my other point for having him would be you would secure yourself for, what, five to eight years of having M- Mbappe inside yeah. your and you're yeah. preparing yourself for. You know, if Salah leaves, if Firmina leaves, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, you've still got someone in place, yeah. then you have to go and spend the ball. Anyway, uh, Arsenville's Jack let would walk into this Liverpool side. Uh, that is according to Andy Gray. Uh, he says he's better than Naby Keita and Van Wijnaldum. I know he's a Villa fan and his family are all Villa fans. He loves the club and he loves being a captain. Great hope being sport. But Jack's 24 now. I think there's a decision coming to the end of the season and I hate to say it but I don't think he'll be there in August. If I was a coach of any of the top six sides and I include Liverpool in this, he would make them a better team. He is, in my opinion, better than any of Liverpool's midfield players. I think he's better than Keita. I think he's better than Wijnaldum. I think he'd get into the Cityside he's much better than Foden I think he's just that good well for a start Foden hardly ever gets into him on the city side, so he's talking shit and the other part of there he's better than any Liverpools midfield I, I, right this is going to I think he has a point when he talks about he's better than some of Liverpools midfielders in the sense of maybe technical ability or well, flair sorry You know, Jordan Henderson isn't a flair player. Vino Eldham isn't really a flair player. But they're goddamn better than Jack Grealish in terms of the work rate ethic, the job they do in the system for Liverpool. All the stuff that's required to play for Jurgen Klopp in this Liverpool side, Liverpool players are better than Jack Grealish, in that sense.
2: I think Jordan Shakiri is better than Jack Grealish, personally. I'd go go that far. I know Jack Grealish is, is a very good player, but I think he stands out because compared to the rest of that team that he's in at the minute, who are all abysmal, I think he's not actually that good. Um, I think he'd be a good squad player for us, like I just said, as, as Shaqiri is, but it's whether he's willing to just sit on the bench and, and be that sort of player that maybe gets on in a game to, to, to create an impact or have a different style of, of the way we play. Um, I think in terms of looking at teams like Tottenham, Man United, he probably would get in, in teams like that. Because they're poor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, d- I don't think he would step up our squad much at all. Um, don't get me wrong, good player, um, but I don't think he's as good as daft people like Andy Gray
1: make out. Gino Alden, Jordan Henderson, uh, Champions <laughs> League winners, 98 points, you know, the lowest points. clear. I think you're right, I think he probably sticks out in a in poor Aston Villa side. Spurs, you get into because Spurs don't really have a midfield currently. Chelsea, well, you know they've got a decent. Midfield I, th- midfield.
2: I think John McGinn is better than Jack Grealish. Yeah. I'd rather have John McGinn. Yeah. than him. I, I do
1: like the way he plays in the sense of he's a bit, he's a bit like Chandler, isn't he? You know, he picks the ball up, you know, in, in high areas and he, he can drive at the defense and kind of create. I like that side of his play. But to say that he's better than Naby Keiter would statistically he clearly isn't because there's, a, there's an image doing the rounds at the minute of I know is, is injury prone. But he's not better than anything. You,
2: you look at this, he, he can't even get an England caller at the minute. So there must be something. And his attitude's
1: not right. I don't think he'd be willing to sit on Has the bench he decided who he's playing for? <sighs> who knows? Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, Luis Suarez set to scupper Liverpool's January transfer plant as Reds' eye £90 million deal. Liverpool are reportedly keen on signing Barcelona forward Ousmane Dembele this January transfer window, but an injury to Luis Suarez may make things a little more difficult. Uh, Suarez picked up a knock inside Super Copa de España semi-final defeat by Atletico Madrid in the Jeddah on Thursday, and is facing a lengthy spell on the sidelines. Barcelona confirmed Suarez will be out for around four months. Um, moving on, obviously Liverpool will look at Dembele over the weekend. to reports in Spain, Liverpool have been a deal for Alfa Barcelona for Usman Dembele, the 90 million pound rated Frenchman, has made just nine appearances in all competitions in Barcelona this season. But Lionel Messi, Griezmann, Suarez all ahead of him in the pecking order at the new camp. The Dembélé stuff, Jack, came as a bit of a surprise to me. Mm. A because I don't think we do much business with with Barcelona. Um, I think they're very, very much still annoyed with us um, psychologically <laughs> and um, uh, mentally. Um, you they know they've lost in the semi-final there to Atlético Madrid. It's still very much having the effect and on the manager. them. But and the manager might be going. I think you know there's rumours of, of Xavi coming in, so he'll have his own ideas of, of what he wants to go and do. But I don't. You know, we we've spoken about Mbappé there and spending you know upwards of ninety million pounds on him. Because I think you're right, I think generational talent was was the right word word to use. I don't see that with Dembele. He's gone to Barcelona. hasn't really kicked on. If he was was anywhere near that price, or sorry, if he was that good to match his price, they wouldn't have gone out and bought Griezmann.
2: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. Yeah, I, I completely agree, and I think the links with Dembele is, is only because people know that he's been linked to a club club before. Um, I, I think it, it's weird because I know Dembele suits Klopp's style of play, I know obviously they get on, but obviously in recent times with this whole um, Barcelona thing and since he's been at Barcelona, I know he's had problems with his attitude at times. and. Klopp obviously doesn't doesn't get on well with players that have bad bad attitudes, um, and personally, I wouldn't pay 90 million for for um, Dembélé. Uh, I don't think we will either, so it, it is very interesting. But I think it definitely won't happen now because of the Suarez thing.
1: You're right about that mentality stuff of Klopp and you know Michael Edwards and everyone else who's who's behind. I think Michael Gordon is the other fellow. We kind of go, we don't tolerate that stuff. But the thing to remember is that. Like, you know, people talk within football. Mm. Like, you know, he's a doorman, pop be on the phone to people going, you know, what was he like? What, you know, you're right yeah. with his attitude. Like, I probably wouldn't even waste the time with it, really, mm. going, oh, I don't want that. I can go and get someone else. Maybe, you know, a Jadon Sancho or an Mbappe or just go and pick someone yeah. out, out of thin Sancho's,
2: air. Sancho's been equally as bad, hasn't he? He's been fined for yeah. being late to training and all sorts. But
1: also, I think there is, a, there is Klopp's very understanding of, of human emotions and yeah. if he can think if he feels like he could tailor someone or help them adapt you know people are young and angry i think we're all guilty of making mistakes or being very angry when we're, when we're teenagers yeah. or uh, you know younger you know he, he, i think he, he could help them in that sense Anyway, last story before we get some into your comments uh, adam lara reveals secrets to improve fitness record as Open midfielder feel as man united stars something we spoke about well, the final word which will be out on the main red men youtube channel later on was adam alana his fitness um and how he's putting in great performances of, of late, and I alluded to it might be the mindset of people writing him off because of what's what's been before in the past two seasons. We've been injured. We didn't. Re- we, had, we relied on him two seasons ago, and we had you know Genie Hendo, Milner, and Field. Whereas now, you know, we can have him when we want him. Yeah. If we re- we're not relying on that sense. How he been managed properly. Yeah. Come. Um,
2: I think he's been outstanding, especially in that Everton game. I think he's been outstanding since coming back and obviously it's always good to to have him in, in the squad. Um, I still think he'll leave at the end of the season. Um, I think obviously his contract runs out. I think he knows that He's still a very good player if he can keep himself fit and I think he probably thinks in terms of him getting into this Liverpool side now he's getting less game time, it's coming to the part of his career where he's wanting to find a club where he can probably still get as much game time as he possibly can to ensure that his career is as long as possible Um, but as I say it's good this season to have him in and around the squad and that he can come off the bench and produce performances like he did against Tottenham because as you said he was very good and he, he had a positive impact coming on the pitch and yeah. helped us get that win
1: Even when he starts I'm mean, kind of alright but now to be honest with you, there's people that are preferred to be in there but when he starts it's yeah. not it's not. Twitter's head doesn't fall off and Adam Golan starts well, anymore which is probably the best his
2: his impact on the young lads in that Everton game was superb. You know the way he stood out as the leader. When Milner went off, it was like, oh, there's, there's only Adam Milana really on the pitch now that, that is the leader, and he did he did his job and he took the armband and he motivated all those young players through the match and, and we ended up beating them. So, uh,
1: just some quotes from quotes from Adam. Even he's just training harder. When you're not playing, it's hard to perform, maintain your fitness levels to come back and be able to perform in this team. So you have to train harder, train stronger and make yourself ready. Keep on top of everything. So when you're called upon, you can deliver performances like last week, which everything which you mentioned there. But it's not just for me. It's for all the lads and even the kids to credit you to everyone. I just want to contribute as much as possible. At times, you've got to be patient and that's it. I just take it. Another good week training. Train hard, train strong, look to perform and hopefully be a start at the weekend. I think that comes back to what you were saying there, Jack. It's one thing being fit and maybe as you alluded to they're playing for another club. But if he knows he's not starting every game when he was a regular starter under Jurgen Klopp, to have that mentality, and we talk about the mentality of Liverpool players of going out and winning stuff, but to have someone with Adam Lallana's quality of being all right with being a squad player now, I think, is Mm -hmm. a compliment to Jurgen Klopp and Adam Lallana.
2: Yeah, I I think it absolutely is. And as we say, at the start of the Jurgen Klopp era, he he was our best player, probably. put in performances where... He'd work very hard and i wonder if that's what causes fitness problems because of how much he gave every game every training session and obviously with his body getting older as well that, that may have contributed in it and actually the the lack of regular game time at the minute might be helping his body and yeah. and that if, if you throw him in for a couple of games in a row that's where he might struggle again
1: yeah he's been controlled yeah. isn't he? which is yeah. the best bit. let's get to some of your comments anyway matt when you're ready
0: yeah, just following on from what you were talking about with <coughs> Uh Ryan Heelan saying he's genuinely so proud of Lalana to come back and perform how he has. He'd still replace him with Campwell in the summer, though. That's an option. Uh, Joey Murray as well. Lalana's a great sub to come off the bench, similar to Millie. Comes on in matches like Spurs and controls the tempo in the game. Great option to have.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with both of them. I think, ultimately, yeah, you are looking to replace him. I wonder if Minamino's kind of a part of that. You know, mm. He plays high-press, high-intensity football, which you know, he, he, yeah, I think you're right, you don't always get out Adam Larne. So that's when the frustration grows of not having him there. Whereas now you think, well, Larne's on the bench, sounds, as the comment says, 10 15 minutes. You're happy with it?
2: Yeah, that's perfect. I'd just allude to that uh, Todd Campwell suggestion. I, I think Todd Campwell would, would be a good addition to this Liverpool squad. I think he's young. We've seen this season, he's, he's been hungry. Um, and I think he'd be interested to come in and play the squad role that Larne is, um, more than Grealish or a player of that calibre um, but as you say it's important that players know that that's what they're going to be within the squad and I think obviously Todd Cantwell will probably have offers
1: from all sorts of places. On, on the, the Jack Grealish stuff we were talking upstairs before and you said would he be happy being a squad player as mm. you just kind of said that. Yeah. Do you think he'd rather be a squad player in a Liverpool side that's competing for titles, he will get the game time because of how midfield plays. If Lallana goes, there's a space there. If Milner goes, I know he's just signed an extension or, or whatever. He, he plays a yeah. little less football or, or covers left-back than being in a relegation battle with Aston Villa.
2: For me, and from what I know of Jack Greedish and for, for how I feel Jack Greedish is as a person, I'd say he'd rather be the star. And I think that's what suits him at Aston Villa, the fact he is that star man. Um, I think he would rather go to a team like Tottenham or Manchester United at the minute where he knows he's going to play and, and be a, a big player for them in their squad than, than someone who comes in and gets game time every now and then. Um, I, I, I just I just don't think he'd be able to deal
1: with it. I don't think I'd be like asked if we didn't get him to be honest with you. No, I mean I, I'd
2: rather not get him.
1: Okay, uh, Matt?
0: Yeah, A lot of people agree with you, with Grealish. Um A lot of people think some people think he'd be a good backup. Some people think he, he wouldn't get in the team at all. Jamie Butterworth said he's a B Tech J Spearin. A little bit on Dembele as well. It, people saying about his attitude just doesn't fit Liverpool. But then again, Zach saying uh, Dembele could be huge under Klopp. insane amounts of natural talents that Klopp could nurture.
1: Yeah, I think he's got it. I think there's a, there's a case for both, as I said before. You know, he's got attitude problems, but you know, who didn't when they were that young? Yeah. And especially like if you put themselves in their shoes of being thrust into you know celebrity status of getting you know ninety grand a week or whatever, he's probably more, probably more than that. I think I'd be a dick. Well, I am a dick, but I'd be more of a dick if I was getting paid ninety grand a week. would not he? Like you know, your ego goes and you're still growing up as a footballer. I don't think a lot of fans see footballers as, as humans. As, as, as on top of that, as well, mm. but I also wouldn't have him.
2: Well, it's interesting with the whole attitude thing because I, I believe it's linked to him missing training because he'd been up all night gaming or whatever. It's,
1: Who's not done yeah. that? Who's not gone to the, the next day because you're exactly all like, playing Grand Theft Auto or something? Go exactly. Like.
2: And the, the amount of times I've not gone to uni because I'm, I'm, I'm up all night. Okay. I know it's, it's a bit different because he's getting paid 90 this. grand a year yeah. for that. But, and you're paying you know, for uni, yeah, mate. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> more reasons to be going. <laughs> true, true. But, you know, he's, he's reached a big part of his career at such a young age, hasn't he, going to Barcelona? As you, as you say, he's found it difficult because they just want so much. We saw with Coutinho, they expect so much so quickly. Yeah, the so pressure of being at Barcelona exactly. is a lot, isn't it, as well? And unless you're, you're like a Lionel Messi where you're like, or Mbappe, where you, you're a very young lad but you're also a very world-class player, so you slide straight into the team and, uh, and you do stuff, then, then they don't seem to like you, do they?
1: The counter to counter that argument would be though, if you're at Dortmund, if you're at Barcelona, that's one hell of an opportunity mm-hmm. that millions of people would have been True. there So make yeah. the most of it and, and sure. grow up.
0: Matt? Should we move on to some of the Mbappe stuff? Yes, Mbappe, yes please. As you can imagine, there's been a few comments oh. on that. Uh, Ricky Bell says, if, if Mbappe keeps a level head and Klopp can keep him grounded, then by all means sign him. He wouldn't want one of the most exciting young players around. Not worth it otherwise. We don't need any egos.
1: Yeah, I think the egos thing is the most important Liverpool. I've got such a close-knit group unity in terms of mentality, support. You, know, you look at, you know, Mbappe would have to do some stuff that I'm not sure that he has to do at PSG you know look at Sally Manny tracking back against Tottenham you know it's a regular thing of money doing it Bobby doing it Salah doing it you know he's going to have to instill that part into his game I think that, again as we touched before the wage is the big, the big problem if he starts coming with demands and stuff I'm fine I'm not going to upset the apple cart by bringing something like that you know, he's always very very good I'd love him there but don't again don't piss off you know a whole squad unity because you're putting all your eggs in one basket with this fella
2: my worry is you can't have the front three and Mbappe, so which one of them do we allow to go? Because that, that, that is the worry, you can have them all, and Mbappe is the sort of player that would have to start, therefore who, who's the one that goes?
1: Play four at foot, mate.
0: Well, Stuart Wisby has got the solution.
1: Yes! <laughs>
0: uh, if we get Mbappe, we could play him in the nine and Bobby could play in the ten behind
1: yeah, that was my first wow. thought as far. Sorted, of chat, Don't worry about it. Wow. But also, <laughs> if you think about it in two seasons' time, your local might look to move, you know, Mohamed Salah on, or something like that. You, you covered yourself. That, in
2: that's what I'm thinking in terms of in terms of this point. I think the front three are all in the peak of their career. So to bring Mbappe in sort of this summer, I think then you'd have to do that from four, and would that affect the balance of the team? But who's yeah.
1: pushing them? You know, Mane's on unprecedented levels of playing football. Mm. Imagine you had someone like. Challenge him for his place. go to go to then.
0: Yeah, Monas had the similar um, similar opinion to be honest. But he's saying he, he'd rather get Werner and Havertz and make sure Salah stays to, oh. to challenge for their positions. You can okay. probably get both them. Mbappe all day. Mm. Mbappe, right. yeah. We'll
1: get it in the comments. Mbappe, would you want Werner and Havertz instead? So we're going to wrap it up there uh, because we've been chatting for some time. Don't forget. Don't forget to go and check out the redmentv.com. We've got the Around the League going up later today. Stats and Tactics, a final word from the Spurs game. And then later on this week, we've got loads of build-up content heading towards the Mag United game. Uh, and around the league, we are going to talk about uh, Oligon and Solskjaer and have a little laugh at him as well. Some of the stuff that he said. That was Roy, Hodge, Roy Hodgson-esque stuff. Um, so go and to start your free month. And if you don't like it after that, just sack it off. We'll be back tomorrow with some more news. And we'll see you then. Ta-ra. Planning for your next trip?